0: So we begin. Welcome. I haven't pulled out the microphone in a long time. It feels like I haven't recorded in ages. I'm genuinely afraid that I skipped a week by accident. (laughs) I don't think I did. I came back from a one-day Vipassana meditation here in Berlin. And the way it works is it's in a Brazilian jiu-jitsu place. And it's from 9 till 5 where we meditate. You do 9 till 10. 10 minutes break for females. 10 minutes break for men. Another hour. 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Another hour. Lunch break. Half hour, half hour. And then another hour and another hour, and uh you end up meditating a good six hours in this day. I did it last week too, and it was very, very different experience, completely different. Last week, I went fasted, didn't eat, and the first two hours were great. I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, meditating everything and then the third hour I was like, fucked." Uh, Started with Vipassana. So the first hours were Anapanna, where you're focusing on the inhalation, the the exact sensation, and nothing else of the breath coming in and out and the area underneath the nose. When Vipassana started scanning the body proper, uh, my attention just couldn't cope. Uh, I was opening my eyes too much, looking at people. It was a new environment. The guy in front of me did a really weird neck movement. Just the energy felt fucked, you know. And I was there. I was with that energy, no doubt. It wasn't nice. Uh, The idea is not to try to avoid anything, but it was just tough to even think about anything clearly. But uh, I was thinking a lot about my dad. So much anger came up. Rage. Just rage and came like from a very deep place just anger, 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 anger I wanted to punch something and and my thoughts just kept on looping, looping, looping uh, anger towards that, anger towards that for the like three hours or four hours of vipassana uh, but I sat there, you know, I, I stayed I could have went, I could have gone home but I stayed Some uh, some women went home, I don't know why like four women just got, went home like after the second, third hour or something. Um, and that rage stayed with me after the Vipassana. I'm glad I stayed. Uh, the discourse afterwards, like a uh, 30 minute talk, was, was decent and reminded me, you know, uh, letting go of anger is important. And I'm the only person being hurt, being angry right now, you know? It's not like other people can sense this anger through the seventh dimension or something and yeah maybe they do I, I don't know but eventually like it would come out so i went home i remember i went home and i sent my mom texts 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 of how much i hate dad how he's she asked me like Khaled are you okay actually like uh, i don't know she she asked me how i'm doing or something Text after text just, and i and like, I'm in a place where I'm in the kitchen my my house. And I'm, a part of me is like really, really aware of the fact that, hey, I'm really angry, like in a way that I've never been in my life. Like at the core of it, I felt like just rage, a circle in my throat, in my head that just was there. And I'm aware of it And I'm not trying to I don't want to act on it in any way Because nothing good is going to come out of this And I don't want to send my dad anything I want to, I want to tell my dad how much he sucks Basically I think that was actually the last podcast episode that I uploaded It was just me talking hate And rage And <laughs> how we forget that uh, so It was just last week Seven days ago And how real that was Um, Yeah, laptops a bit high, loud so I send my mom a million messages telling her how it bothers me that my dad's how he's like but also what bothers me a lot is how you're like how you're so religious, how you believe in heaven, how you believe in hell how you believe in religion, how you believe and believe and keep telling me about it as if as if it's real, and like you're lost in this hole, and nothing about it is real and and you just keep saying it and and you keep telling me to pray, you keep telling me to to get married, you keep telling me to to fast, and you keep saying it as if you're lost in a in a, in a shadow in a fog, and she sends us these voice notes that sound like really, really weird, and that's just living living and being exposed to that all my life. the rage was just like. Two people that are that made me and I can't control, and uh, it is what it is. So I send 35 messages, maybe 40, like like that. She's you're wrong, how you think, how you are. But I, del- I deleted all of them after, she didn't read them. Um, and I didn't send my dad anything. I wrote down what I felt about my dad, but I just saved it. I didn't send it. Like uh, while I was doing while I was doing the meditation, I was thinking. No matter what I feel, it's not me who now hurts my dad more. You know, I refuse to be a cause of more hurt. Uh, so I deleted those messages, and saved that message went to my room at some point my mom messaged me and she's like hey Khaled are you okay let me count how many messages you just deleted and she starts counting one two three four up to and up till 25 she counts or something and she's like must be 50 you just sent sent like what's wrong so i sent her long voice notes telling her you know in a calmer very calmer way how i feel about dad how i feel about you And that it just feels like a lot, you know. And she listened and and replied about my dad. She's like, you don't get to say anything like that about your dad. He's your family, blah, 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 all this stuff. And the narrative running in my head throughout the entire time I'm thinking about my dad. is okay, I get that it's family and love and just responsibilities that you can't um, let go of. But also morally, is it right to take care of someone who... Besides the fact that don't, he doesn't have the capacity to take care of himself, but who's he, that's also mean to everyone and their expectations of anything. Uh, anyways, like I'm, I'm trying to morally like try and, and get a grasp of the situation, but there's no way I'm not getting any foothold. You know, not getting any foothold. It's fine. Uh, the rage stayed with me three, four days. I went into the bathtub on Monday or Tuesday. And I put it like after a workout or something. I started doing calisthenics regularly now. Now that my injury is a lot better, um, going and doing pull-ups. So my arms have a lot of heat in them, you know. So I turned the cold water on I put my feet in and I just stayed. It reminded me of Vabali with Alex. Put ice in the, in, the, in the tubs and put our feet there after sauna, it was amazing. So I I sat, put my feet there, breathed, focused on the feeling of the cold. It it started getting higher and higher, and I just started getting lower and lower until like most of my body was in it the entire time while the water kept on rising. And the heat in me did not go away. I was in the the cold water for at least 10 to 15 minutes while it rose to the point where it got to my chest, you know, and I'm sitting like, uh like on my knees, and the heat is there, the heat is insane, mad heat just fire in me, uh showered with cold water after I got out, and then uh it calmed me down, but the heat was there, the fire wasn't wasn't off um, I don't know what what situation I reacted with anger if at if at any point you know but but it's there. It's like now, now it's not, but like it was really like a present thing for four days, and I was like, "Fuck!" You know, this this meditation got this crazy anger out of me. Now I have to live with it in my day-to-day life. Like in a ten-day vipassana, this anger is gonna be like replaced by a million other things that are gonna come up because you're meditating and you're filtering something else. Like maybe you'll feel this anger for a day. The next day, you're gonna feel something completely different because you're not giving. so much meaning you know you're you're coming back to the meditation and you have you have no one to direct your anger to I felt angry in those 10 days for sure but it fades you know with this it felt like I needed an outlet where the fuck do I put this anger calm down and I went again today and today I was way calmer I have this band that I put around my my waist that supports my lower back so during the meditation i wasn't slouching and i just felt great you know no one knew i was wearing it i put it underneath the t-shirt and i meditated and i wasn't slouching and i my back didn't hurt at all and i kept on meditating i was like fuck like why isn't every meditator doing this right now this is this is insane every meditator i thought about posting it in the group or something but something about about it stopped me anyways uh, Today was mainly about relationships. I've been feeling like, although I cleaned out a lot of my relationships, somehow, the ones that didn't feel good to me, uh, for me, and... I had to think, like, what kind of of person am I? What kind of people do I want in my life? What kind of time do I even have for people? When you work full-time and you're trying to write so much and you're trying to work out and you're trying to read, after coming back from the 10 days up till now, I haven't uh, watched a single movie or a single episode of a series, nothing. Zip. And on YouTube, I only saw, like, informational things about stuff that was important. I don't watch anything, like a trailer or something like that. So it's been about... Um, and it should be counted, because I don't think I've ever gone this long. Uh, one, two... So one, two, three weeks. So from the 26th of, Jul- of June, and now it's the 17th of July. Three weeks since then. And I uh, haven't have watched anything. TV in my room is... Um, Turned around, the PlayStation's in the closet. I had I had a situation last Tuesday, I think, where dopamine in my head was fucked. I was crazy, cloudy. All I was thinking of while working, I was working from home. And I was thinking, okay, after after I finish work today, I'm gonna pull up the PlayStation. I'm gonna start playing. I'm gonna start playing like this this craving to to play. Even though one of like one of the first things I did when I came back after turning the TV around, I put a date in my calendar the last weekend in July 29th 30th 31st this these three days literally three days I booked I booked three days just for video games. <laughs> That's literally what I did and and but like on Tuesday I love uh, 12th of, of July I was somehow rationalizing like mad how... Uh, Like, this is the right thing to do. I didn't do it. I don't know what I did instead. I think I might have read. And that's where my time is going. Instead of playing or watching, I'm reading. And reading isn't holding a a mental image, unreal place in my head, like a movie would, or a series would, or a song would. I'm not listening to so many songs. Uh, the words come and they they find their place within the logic of how I think. They help me grow. Um, I've been better with words, German or otherwise, the last, the last while. And it's all due to reading. So my time is going, 60% of my time after work is going into reading. Monday and Friday, I booked the calisthenics classes. I bought the L Urban Sports Club membership today, so I'm now leveled up uh, just to join these classes, and I found that actually that's a crazy great way to work out. Monday and Friday after work, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, after work, I can, uh, I want to write articles, whatever the fuck I want to write, or whatever project I need to plan, and, uh, Saturday, uh, like after Friday, depends on my energy levels, if I want to go out, Saturday, uh I'm um, uh, depends I'm not sure what I would be doing Saturdays but Sundays I the la- this Sunday and last Sunday I did the meditations and uh, this Sunday and last Sunday I did the meditations um uh, but the next Sundays like I don't know what I do I really don't um last Saturdays I spent reading or walking um next Sunday I booked a workout that I do at 12. So then I would have like three really good workouts during the week. And when I want to do a yoga or a small class, otherwise I do. And that's fine. That's that's it. My diet has been incredible. It's funny because like during my 10-day Vipassana, what, how it changes you really. Like I feel, I feel how different I am as a person now compared to last month in a strong contrast that I didn't feel in a while. Like... Uh, and just maintaining the practice in one sense or another like this today that i did six hours and and last week that i did six hours and like during the week where i do one hour before sleep or one hour when i wake up I, i haven't been crazy regular uh but i would be doing you know a good amount of hours a week where i sit um and in each of those, uh, there's a cleaning up that happens, a purification, where uh, things happened, I've been thinking about certain things in a certain way or whatever, and, there, and there's just me coming back to reality in a way, So and growing from it. So that's been like really, really helpful. Um, during meditation in those 10 days, uh, between the 15th and the six, uh, 26th of June, I Kept on fantas like thoughts are gonna come. I kept on fantasizing about how I'm gonna optimize how I eat. I kept on imagining that I would wake up, work out, or finish my meditation or whatever when I'm back home. Then, in my fridge, there would be because Slavyan did this before. He had uh, burger meat patties like maybe six or eight patties in his fridge because we all have one level in the fridge you don't have so much space he would fill it with patties and pork and eggs and every day he would eat uh two burgers five eggs and and bacon with those eggs and uh he'd let it cook and i ate it a couple of times with him it's a crazy meal at least a thousand something calories um, and it keeps you going like madness. So I was imagining my diet like that, you know, like filling the fridge with eggs, steak, uh, burger meat. That's what I'd be eating all day. When I came back, second or third day, I, I, I kept on remembering that there's a steak in the freezer. I thought the steak was mine. Usman told me that it's his after I ate it. But I, he's such an idiot, actually, like when I think about it in the past. like I don't, It hurts calling him an idiot, but the more I think about him the truer that that statement is you know because he saw that i i pulled the i pulled the steak out of the, f- the freezer i put it in my level of the fridge and i was like you know what i think it's mine some part of me thinks i i bought it and put it there maybe i didn't but whoever sees like in the day people are going to open up the fridge if they see that it's in my level they're going to take it out and put it back in the freezer or message me or something you know so in the evening i i ate it and it felt like crazy heavy. It felt like uh, I'm not clear, like I'm cloudy in my head. It felt a lot of things that were, just weren't nice. And I was like, and I'm, I'm trying to convince myself for the last 10 days meditating, like these thoughts coming in, oh, I'm gonna live off of meat now exclusively. The first time I did Vipassana, I had a crazy empathy with animals that was just like, I'm not gonna eat meat anymore. This time it's just like, uh, the empathy, empathy is there. It's not as, as as startling as as the first time I really felt it, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go with a meat diet. Uh, then Usman came like after I ate it at like ten p.m. He's like, oh, I, I, there was a steak here and I think it's mine. I saw it in your fridge and I I I'm, then I was thinking like he he did so many things that were insulting to me. And he always made it seem out like I'm the one that's being rude, you know? And he had to like keep explain. anyways, it's fine. It's in the past, but it's like, really, it's so important to notice the things people do. Like he always, he always, always said like, I don't do anything for anyone. I do things for myself, or he always spoke like really wisely. But then like, uh, I would be in the kitchen, he'd come to me, And he'd say, Khaled, did you throw out the trash today? I'd be like, uh, I'd look at the trash, he'd be like, no, it wasn't me. He'd be like, all right, it was me. Uh, I threw out the trash. Uh, But he'd say it, like, I think the way I'm saying it makes him sound like a complete uh, cunt, you know, narcissist. But the way he would say it would be uh, like it was an accident that it came up that I now mentioned it to you, that it's me who did it, you know? And, like, he genuinely somehow believes that it's an accident, that it came up. And he did this, like, six, seven times, maybe, like, four or five, actually. But, like, I noticed this from him. I noticed, like, these discrepancies of how how a person acts, but then how they talk to me acting different. And it's, like, you ignore and you keep going, but it's, like, when you're living with someone... uh, and uh, it's so often that people are just blind to themselves. And like, I'm blind to myself too, but like, I reflect like mad. Um, anyways, now my diet is more. I have at one left, at the left side of my fridge, there's two cartons of egg, bio eggs, organic eggs. Uh, so 1010. Now it's empty, it's Sunday. And then uh, at the right, there's two. Big one liter bottles of um, Greek yogurt, 10% fat. And the middle is just filled with, like, uh, who knows what I would have. I have olives in the middle now and uh, ginger and a bottle of mayonnaise I'm not using. Um, I so I switched my, uh, the oil I use, I switched to ghee. And I'm just using ghee to cook. I haven't been eating anything, like, with... Uh, sunflower oil or anything like that Um, and I feel calmer and and cleaner and uh, every day in the morning I put a bowl of yogurt I put on top of it I fill it up with uh, lion salmon I don't know what lion salmon are in uh flaxseed oh I'm eating flaxseed so I'm, I'm filling the yogurt bowl with uh, flax seeds, and uh, nutritional yeast, and sesame seeds. I put uh, about a teaspoon, two teaspoons of each yogurt, and then I fill the teaspoon very much with uh, peanut butter. I put it in uh, two large teaspoons of peanut butter, you know, and I, I eat that. And it feels like my energy levels stay completely consistent. It's not like I get more energetic or less energetic. It's like it's it's like more energetic and it stays. It's not a hit, you know. The flax seeds are filled with protein and fats. The sesame seeds, the uh, nutritional yeast is full of amazing everything, uh, and it's so good for your for your um, digestion. And the yogurt is so good for the, your digestion. And then the the um, peanut butter is just like fat and protein. So it ends up being like a very, very balanced balanced uh, breakfast. So insane, so quick, so good. And if I feel like I need the extra protein hit, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, cook me two eggs quickly on the side, you know? And then head out to work. or I'd eat like magakvak, very rich in protein. And then uh, after the workout, I would uh, drink about 70 grams of uh, hemp protein powder. And I would hit that right after the workout which is about 40 grams of protein um, and uh, so many other benefits and magnesium and everything so I'm, getting so I'm getting all the nutrients I need through nutritional yeast and, and hemp protein and uh, I'm getting all the proteins I need because I'm eating a decent amount of eggs uh, beans and when I feel like I need the, the bulking I just make a bunch of white rice or brown rice or quinoa uh, but it depends on... Like, I'd hit a decent amount of carbs more uh, closer to before I sleep. Not, like, really early in the day. Um, and then, like, maybe when I come back after the workout, I'd, I'd cook me three, four eggs with beans, you know. And uh, today, I literally ate, like, seven tomatoes with, with two eggs on the side and cooked beans on the side. Because I went to the farmer's market yesterday with Ekta. And we got, like, a bunch of things. Uh. So, Yeah. Uh, that's been my diet, and I've been feeling great, sleep has been incredible, sleep has been absolutely fucking amazing, uh, and I think that's highly attributed to just waking up and sleeping regularly at, at uh, close to the same time, and uh, I've been taking L-tryptophan, a 500 mg of that, every night, uh, an hour or so before I sleep, and this... Uh, Amino acid is the precursor to to 5-HTP, which is the precursor to serotonin. So you're giving your body what it needs to the building block that it needs to be able to build serotonin, and serotonin is what your body turns into melatonin to sleep. And apparently the research that I did says that it enters your brain faster and better when you've eaten carbohydrates before it's not proteins because carbo- carbohydrates or i think proteins um put in some kind of blocker that doesn't let it enter the brain but carbohydrates open that up something like that um so i've been taking that almost every night before going to sleep and i've been sleeping really good really well and the next days i usually have like this uh, calm sort of it would be described as a drowsy feeling in the head but it doesn't bother me, it doesn't make me feel like I need sleep. It's just like, there's I'm, I'm focused, I'm calm, I'm here. But there's a small thing that's different. Uh, so that's been great. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing great, to be honest. I've, I'm balanced in a way I haven't been balanced uh, forever. I'm reading a lot of German, so my German improved crazy drastically after just starting to read German uh because you know you have the flow you have the syntax you have everything i went to a comedy show last night i met some really cool people i went with my housemate will a brazilian 19 year old uh, really down to earth and, and calm and kind and uh also really one of the funniest shows i've ever seen in my life i won't get into it but the guy who was uh, talking had adhd and he was so interactive with the with the audience it was incredible. Some guy from Iraq, Rami something. I think this guy's gonna be famous uh, if he keeps do- going. But he was so dark and so like said some blasphemous thing about about Islam and being Arab. But it was just fucking hilarious. Man. He was just so funny. So I didn't laugh that much. And forever, I I, I tipped. Uh, it's a donation-based thing, and I I yeah, I gave them a lot <laughs> more than I, I usually do to anything like this. But uh, it was just worth it, so worth it. That was, like, my donation for society this month. And I'm, I'm doing my monthlies, you know? So it makes me feel better, like, when a homeless person asks me for money or something like that. Like, I know internally, like, there's money going per month from me to things I care about, to causes that I care about. Uh... I need to focus on my life emotionally, I can't be dragged into your, your shit right now, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm realizing the more I'm meditating, the more the more I realize that I'm so sensitive, you know, I'm so, 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 so sensitive. And it's not like I wasn't sensitive a year ago or, or all my life, just that like I'm just understanding and realizing this sensitivity more and more now, you know. And of course, the other healing mechanisms that I do, writing, sitting down and writing for 15, 20 minutes about this thing or that thing, what happened, how it happened, um, how I felt felt about that. I wrote a really long uh, piece on that that like, put things together for me in a really, really healing way. So it's not just the meditation. You need to not forget that there's other things in life that you know, I need to be active in life. Instead of spending an hour meditating at night, uh very often this week i spend that hour reading you know so yeah, i want to be engaged i want to have a community i want to be around people uh, it's a great time to do that like as much as i keep telling myself i have to finish writing or this project to that project although last week i spent uh, two days after work one day after work i wrote uh, a draft of an article and two other days i planned out a lot of things that I just uh, didn't have documented, you know, just to have them in a place where I know that things there make sense and the things that are in my mind are there and they're organized and I can work from there if I need to continue working, you know, because when you're working on 17 different projects at the same time, it's so important to to know where they are and which one is a priority, why is it a priority, uh, the things that you plan on doing with it and in what way you know, just Excel, Excel sheets, really, Google sheets. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just continue. I'm wondering what I'll do with, with my family because my dad's uh, getting this crazy rash and this bacteria that uh, they need to give him a very, very specific uh, needle for, it's insane. Every, every month, uh, something else happens that, is it costs at least two to three thousand uh, dollars, or Jordan Dinars. Uh, and like, uh, it's not like it's the money that's the problem, I think. It's just his attitude to me is like the problem. And uh, how he's just like, oh, this treatment. Oh, I'm, he's itching because of this rash. He's itching, itching, itching. And he's like, they're not giving me anything to let this itch go. What am I supposed to do? Uh, to him, it's like, just the only thing he counts on is, on. Oh, they're giving me stuff that I take. And I can't understand it. It's fine. It's good to have compassion, but it's, it's something to ref- keep reflecting on, I, I suppose. And I hope mom is all right, because, like... Uh, She's such a hero, and it's so interesting to see how people dedicate their lives to to other people that they're together, you know. They've been married for so long, I don't think they really ever loved each other, but they loved each other because they were married, you know, and being married meant something when they got married, and both of them stayed in it, you know. Granted, my dad just very often was childish, Uh, we're, we're all childish. We're all children trying to be grown-up. I'm reading a book about ADHD that's been helping me a lot, really a lot. And uh, I got a few more books to read. And there's so much love to find in reading. I got The Prophet from Khalil Gibran also. So much wisdom in that. Like, that's like, bam! Crazy wisdoms, like, in the face. Crazy holistic. I got 50 short stories. Uh, fifty great short stories. Let me check. Uh, a swim in a pond in the rain, which is a guy who takes seven short stories from Russian writers, four Russian writers, one of them t- Tolstoy. And he gives a master class usually to people, and he just put this master class in a book. And then by Will Storr, The Science of Storytelling. He wrote a book about the meaning of a story, but his writing is just super clean. That's so why I want it. And from the library, I got one book in German called Finde deine Sexuelle Kraft. And uh, I think that's like really funny because it talks, it's in German, it's, it's really well written in a way, but it's like categorizing sexuality sexual natures into the elements if you're more like water or air or earth or or fire or whatever Um, and it's interesting to just see that in that way in german and uh, the library getting a library card in germany is so 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 helpful uh you can go online you can find digital material too and so many newspapers that would cost like 10 euros a month to have access to what they write you have access to through this library card for free so at work after work i stayed uh, an hour and a half before writing that article i just uh, read german news articles and it's so clean how they write and it's so consolidating seeing these words and the brain automatically starts putting one and two together in what you already know about the language and it's insane. It's really good. So I feel smarter. Yeah. I don't think there's another way to say it. I'm I'm reading information structured in a good way and my thoughts are improving and my German personality is integrated well with my English and Arabic one. I think at some point reading an Arabic book wouldn't be a bad idea. I thought about that today during meditation. And yeah, uh, got a new gym bag. Haven't been practicing guitar. Uh. Let's see, let's see what happens. I, I spent two hours, uh, about two hours or an hour and a half, learning how to draw this week. And I drew my left hand. And I'm surprised of how amazing drawing is the lines of everything. So I want to be doing that more often. I'll find the time but i'm doing I'm doing my steps I really am doing my steps every day and as long as you keep doing your steps like today I passed the bookstore and i'm like uh, after after the the meditations you know to me it just was so self evident it's not about writing a bestseller i'm not I'm not writing a thing that's I'm not writing this to make millions I'm writing this book because it's I'm going to write something that's just worth writing. And that's where that starts and ends, you know. And as long as that's where I'm from, there's no way in hell this isn't going to be like a crazy thing. So even if we forget it or not, keeping the trust to the universe and everything is, is good. We're observing this journey. We're in it and everything is so grand beyond, you know, Nirvanic peace. And what's there. That's it. I think that's a good, uh, wholesome update. I haven't given one of those in a while. Uh, the calisthenics classes and the pull-ups are really crazy. I'm gonna do one tomorrow. And uh, I've been waking up excited to work, actually, so I think that's a really good benefit. Uh, I really like the people I work with, and I'm learning so much from them, and who knew I would be in a place like this? Gratitude, balance, growth, reading, playing video games for three days straight in two weeks, all the best.